Pod Chef. Pod Chef. Pod Chef. Pod Chef. You're listening to Pod Chef. When I say pod, y'all say chef. Pod Chef. You listening to Pod Chef. It's a podcast about Top Chef. And that's a broadcast. It's on TV. And you can watch it. They got 19 seasons. That's a lot, kid. But you can skip those. We do recaps about the whole show. Not the food, though. But the other stuff. Yeah. You're now listening to Pod Chef, the only official podcast about the TV show Top Chef, with your hosts, Jamal, Brian, and Reeves. And I only said their first names because I don't know everyone's last name, and I'm trying to be polite. Now enjoy the show. Welcome to Pod Chef, the official Top Chef podcast. I'm your host, Jamal. Uh, no co host again. I'm working on it, so stop sending your letters. The uh, third mic, Brian, is here. What's up? Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on. I know that you reached out to that temp agency. I know that you posted the job listing on Indeed, on Monster.com, mm-hmm. which I think you did the wrong one because we've gotten some scary applications in. Well, no, that's the right one. I want some characters, some monsters. Oh, yeah. okay. Because... The one that I saw, I guess it was from like Jay-Z and- Frankenstein. Yeah. Jay-Z's Frankenstein. Yeah. Godzilla's ghouls. Mm -hmm. You know, um, Nicki Minaj had a a thing in there and uh, Chucky was referenced in there. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's just scary stuff. Kanye West's album, My Dark Twist of Fantasy was in there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Is that the album that Monster's on? I think so. Yeah. uh, let's see. Maybach music was there. You know, he just did the intro. It was so scary. Fat motherfucker. Now look who's in trouble. That the yeah, that's how that goes. Mm-hmm. So what I'll... happened to him? Is he doing stuff still? Is he rapping still? The the boss. Yeah, Rick Ross. Yeah. No, he's no, oh, he's he's still heavy in the game. Must not have any hits. Did I ever tell you about the time I uh, uh, said hello to him in Las Vegas? No. So. Uh, we were getting ready to go out, and I don't want to talk too much about Las Vegas because it was the worst trip ever. This is like uh, 2011. Getting ready to go out. And this is also the same weekend I, I walked by Kevin Hart and uh, his whole entourage. And man, is Kevin Hart small. Um, oh, man. He's so sh- much shorter than on TV. <laughs> <laughs> but we're at the craps table in the lobby of the Palms, and I just happened to turn left. And Rick Ross and his bodyguard, what looked like his bodyguard, was walking by. And I said, if I remember this, I said, what up, boss? <laughs> and he, he just looked at me. He was wearing sunshades. He just looked at me. It was like, what up? And like kept, kept moving. I was like, okay, hmm. all right. I would want him to do the noise back to me if I said hello to Rick Ross. I'd want him to go, oh. Yeah, I would want that too. I feel like he said something else I'm not remembering properly because – I remember it was a little bit more than that. He was like, he said, Rose? he said something, but he, he acknowledged it and like looked at me and like acknowledged me saying what's up to him and like kept, kept it moving. I was like, okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, 
has paid the respects to the boss. And now if I ever meet him again, he's going to be like, hey, weren't you that kid at that roulette table? Yep. And you're in. And and then he's going to throw me his jersey. Yeah. And then you'll give him a Coke. Yeah. You'll say, hey, Mr. Boss, (laughs) I got this for you. He's like, hey, hey, champ. Take this, uh, <laughs> take this, take this jersey. Wow, champ, you were out there cheering today. Yeah, yeah, as hard as I could, Mister Boss. Yeah, it was say, uh, kick your Nikes out. They might be hot, huh? Mm-hmm. And then you could tell all your little friends at school. Uh-huh. They'd say, "No, you didn't." Yeah, they'd be like, "No, that didn't happen." There was this um, kid in my school who uh, swore that his dad was friends with Junior Seau. And he used to like wear Junior Seau like jerseys constantly. And he'd be like, no, my dad is friends with Junior Seau. And we used to be like, no, he's not. Just like completely real. <laughs> kids are just shitty to each other. Yeah. Just roast this kid about how he was like. What's this kid's that name? That his dad. He might listen to this. Well, it's funny that you bring that up because I actually was. I played football with um, Walter Gavea, which is Junior Seau's uh, cousin, his, his uh, uncle, uh-huh. uh, Walter Gavea, his son. Who's also named Walter and Landigvid? I played football with them growing up, so I actually did get to meet football players. Oh wow! Well, you no, know, he didn't have his dad lived in like San Diego, like when Junior yeah. had been on the Chargers. So yeah. like, he probably did know him, honestly. Uh, but like, little kids are like, "No, you're mm-hmm. a liar." Yeah, your yeah. parents are divorced. You your gotta have proof. You gotta have some kind of proof. He had gonna... jerseys. He had like I think Junior Seau had a kids book that came out maybe or some kind of book. Yeah, but and you can buy he that. He had a signed copy of it, and he was like, he yep. tried so hard to convince you, us that his dad knew Junior Seau. You need a picture we of like, your dad and Junior Seau like drinking beers or something. This is before everyone had like fo- you know pictures and phones and everything. Oh, I know. So That's how that proof it. was more serious then. Yeah. Because if you had a picture, like man, how'd you? It has to be real. How'd you get yeah. that picture? And now he can't prove it, of course, because you know Junior Seau's dead. That's what they wanted you to believe. Oh, he's actually hanging out with my buddy Anthony's dad. They're still just hanging out. Yeah, with Tupac and Anthony, Biggie. if you're out there, uh, we have a weird relationship. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, we were like, uh, we were rivals. We were like nemesis, each other's nemesis in 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 in, in school. Why? Well, one of you got earrings. The other one got earrings. One of you wore a backwards. No, we just hat. didn't like. We just didn't like each other. We just like didn't. Why? Why? Didn't why? Why the hostility? Mesh. I don't know. We just what were you mesh. afraid of? underneath all anger is is fear brian 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 underneath all anger is fear so what were you afraid of i wasn't afraid of i we probably i if i had to think about what it was now um through an adult lens it's that we were each probably at the same level of like in the friend group Mm -hmm. and i think we recognize each other as like one of us isn't going to go further in this like one of us is going to get in this one of us isn't going to get in this Mm -hmm. and i think that we it's much how society has these classes fighting these like lower classes fighting against each other it's like we're all fighting to get up into the upper echelon to like be considered upper class Where i mean i'm there i'm there already so together, i'm not fighting i'm not if fighting we worked together we wouldn't you know, we wouldn't need that we would be more powerful than the friend group combined we wouldn't need we wouldn't need the cool kids it'd be well, yeah. Anthony could could you know combine powers with the other losers yeah. so i think i think that's what it was i think him and i felt that we were like each kind of like you know, e- just losers. barely hanging on in mm-hmm. this group, and we had to like one up each other to get to be considered cool enough to be in the group. Yeah. Meanwhile, if we talk to the rest of the group, they're like, "Why are they battling like this? We don't care." No, they would encourage it. Oh, it, like it was literally like watching the, you know, watching the 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 poor folks fight over the last uh, bit of water, sort of thing. Jeez, always. Yeah. 
But uh, so like every every story that I have about like being exceptionally mean to someone in in school involves him. Like the only ever fight I've ever been in was with him. Wow. The only ever time I he kick your ass spit in someone's face was with him. Did he kick your ass? No, no. He why are one. you why are you fighting someone and spitting on them and you beat them up already? You're this a bully. A, this is no. You're no, no, no. a bully. He was a bully. <laughs> How he, is he, a he bully? just happened to be kind of a wiener kid. He was like he was like thin and like kind of like scraggly and I was always a big kid. So I don't know. One summer we all got in fights like at a basketball court. We'd all do basketball behind a behind an old church. Mm-hmm. And for some reason that that summer everyone got in a fight. It was like every okay, okay, now it's me and Anthony starting to fight. Okay, it was gonna be Billy and Peter. And so it was. It was like Anthony who I fought, and he got one hit on me, and then I pinned him to the ground. I think I told this story. Did you not I come out? I pinned him to the ground. No, I pinned him to the ground and had my had my my fist raised to his face, and I was like, oh. and I and I said, "Tell me you want me to hit you. Just say it. Say it." And he didn't say anything, so I got up off of him. I felt I didn't want to hit him. I didn't want to hit him. I'm not a mean person. And then tell was, me you want me to hit you. Yeah. And, and the, so what if he said hit me? You didn't. He him? wouldn't have. He was terrified. He was like crying. And then the um. The the spit in the face thing is we were at a we we're at his house for a sleepover, and we ended up. Outside. Why are you at someone's house that you're beefing with for a sleepover? I'm telling you because we were always kind of like we're in the same friend groups, but it was like we were both kind of like on the outskirts of it. Um, I would have never we, invited you to my house to sleepover. Something something wasting anchovy pancake mix in your ass. I don't think <laughs> we, so. We were outside, and he was like chasing everyone with like a hose, <laughs> and and he and he said to me, he said something something along the lines of like. You something like you can't un, you can't outrun me, fatty, or like or I'm gonna catch up to you, fatty, <laughs> something like that. So that I that set you off. So I stopped in my place, hawked a big one, oh, turned God. and just like let it fly, <laughs> and it got right in his face. And he was oh. like stopped and, and he was like, "Get out of my house! You need to leave." And I, yeah. <laughs> and I had to go. <laughs> but see, I also I also got my fucking comeuppance that night because uh, another person there, one of the cooler guys peed on a band-aid and stuck it to my face i thought you had to leave though this was before the 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 hose thing was the next day gosh man you had a rough that, life that night someone had put a pee band-aid on my face like i woke up with a bandage on my face i was like what the fuck and they were like yeah i peed on it yeah that's why i'm fucked up that's this is a lot of time this will be a short intro well that we're was our through, intro. We're going through my trauma. My yeah, trauma I was trauma. gonna talk about how I went uh, shopping for work clothes today, and uh, but this is more interesting. You getting a fight with anyone there? Yeah, I spit in the face of cool. okay. uh, <laughs> this guy. Who kept following me around. He was like tiny. He had the audacity, like, "Can I help you with anything?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, I hawked a big one, turned yeah. and spit, uh-huh. but it, I realized it was a mirror I was looking at. Mm. And so I kind of spit in my own face. Wow. And then someone would come over and say, did you just spit on the mirror? And I was like, I thought it was a dude following me. And they were like, oh, I got it. Yeah. So they actually had Windex and a, a rag and they took care of it. And then I went to the dressing room and I felt so stupid. I was you like, clothes though? Yeah, I got, I got a bunch of clothes. <laughs> got a bunch of clothes for work. Had to get a whole new set of clothes because my current clothes are too big. I look like, wow. a, I look like a clown. Humble brag. Not very humble at all. Pretty overt. Um, overt brag. Anyways, let's move on to Chefs I Prepared for You. This is a segment we do every week where we talk about what we had for dinner last night, only last night, and present it. As if we're presented to the judges on Top Chef, I'll go first and there will be a winner. Chefs I Prepared for You, a white rice bowl with ground beef, broccoli, and cauliflower, and a side arugula salad with lemon balsamic vinegar. 
what do you what is the what's the flavor on this beef and white rice actually last night um it wasn't just white rice i uh, flavored it with curry and turmeric so but like no no overt sauce no like no not not on what not did you cook the beef with just beef or was there onions and garlic in it nope just beef that was really annoying that popped up just then just beef huh okay well just my gerber yeah yeah you finish a pound of that stuff four ounces wow, one that's, serving that's so little it's not little when you have all the other stuff we got four ounces of rice too no 200 uh, grams of rice mm. Mm. well you know what can i say it's 100, working. 145 it's working. grams of uh combined cauliflower and broccoli your clothes are all too big so mm-hmm. who can who 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 am i to complain uh five, five inches off the waist chefs wow what are you like a 30 waist now fucking 30 35 36 now that's what i am i have a really thin waist I have a, i'm like a 38 38 40 i had a wide waist i was 42 yeah i'm all i'm all shoulders and chest and belly but my legs are really small chefs last night i prepared for you a turkey sandwich with um with uh turkey sandwich i I think that's what i had we had had a bigger lunch so just had like a sandwich for dinner it was just um turkey from whole foods turkey sandwich had almost no flavor to it it was Mm -hmm. really depressing how little flavor that had to it Mm -hmm. such a bummer uh, mozzarella cheese and uh, my own sun-dried tomato aioli that I made that I've been putting on everything lately because it's bomb. You did it and, today again? Yeah, today I had. Well, today I went a little nuts because I had some chicken in the fridge that I had to cook before it went bad. So I had a chicken sandwich for lunch today. That was pan-roasted chicken with some uh, uh, Cajun spice and some chicken spice. It's called chicken flavoring. I don't know what it is. Took that in the pan. Panned the whole thing and Hand then I put that up. on the on the bread with my uh-huh. tomato aioli. And then I made some sauteed kale in the pan with like the chicken grease and stuff like that with some with some onion, um, some pepper, some salt, and uh, some red wine vinegar in there. Put that bad boy on. I the can't do like red wine rob. vinegar. No, I I don't know. It's too acidic for me. It's got a bite to it. You definitely white to, wine um, white vinegar. I can do. I have a lemon. Balsamic vinegar, I like it a lot, but I can't. The red, the red just bites too hard. Well, you got to cut it. That's why whenever you, you cut have it? like a sandwich with red wine vinegar, it's always red wine vinegar and olive oil or some sort of oil. You have to mix them together. So oh. So if you go to like an Italian place, you get oil and vinegar, red wine vinegar with oil. Oh, that's, that's why I don't have to do it with the white wine vinegar because it's more sweet than anything. Yeah. So I already had oil in the pan, so I should oh. you know, dash the, the, that on there. So, so I should try red wine vinegar and like a basic olive oil. Yeah, pair it together. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Sorry to interrupt. No, no, no. That's what this is. What we're here for. Um, and that you know the kale was much like a broccoli rob in this scenario. It was solid, man. That uh, that that sautéed kale was uh was good. It was pretty good. And that man, that Sunday tomato aioli, really good. Carrie bought a food processor the other week, so just oh boy. Some... So you're finding ways to use it. Yep. We we made hummus in it, and then uh-huh. today I made you know the the Sunday tomato aioli yesterday. So. It's slamming, just mayo, sun-dried how much, tomatoes. How much, uh, how much uh, oil is in that aioli? 
So I used so the sun dried tomatoes that I bought were like already in like oil, and I just used some of that. I just poured mm. some of the oil in there. So maybe like a tablespoon, maybe two 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 tablespoons, maybe. So so a, kind of a lot, but yeah, two hundred forty calories. Um, all right, but it's good. You know, the it's it's got a nice thick consistency. Got the cool orange flavor. Mm-hmm. Love a sun dried tomato. Yeah, you know, aioli is hard for me. I had a bacon aioli on a mm. bacon cheeseburger once, and I got honest honest with you not a huge fan of it well you don't like mayonnaise right no i don't i'm not a mayonnaise boy it's just mayonnaise i know but it's usually got flavors in it right yeah it's sort of like a flavored more oily mayonnaise yeah and so i i now anytime i go somewhere and they got aioli i'm like no thank you yeah pass that bacon aioli ruined it for all aiolis damn which is why it's so important if you're a black person out there however people experience you it could ruin them or uh save them for their future experience with black people. So mm-hmm. we have such a burden, Brian, <laughs> that I don't think you understand. It's like every time I interact with someone, they might use this interaction against other black people. To be like all black people yeah. do this. Yeah. Yeah. And so I always have to be uh, shucking and jiving. <laughs> Heavy is the head. Yeah. That wears the crown. Mm-hmm. The champ is here. And you know, when you talk about crowns, this is the worst segue ever. <laughs> you crown a champion. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was getting there. I'm not even gonna do it. We'll be right back after this. Pod Chef. Okay, welcome back to the real episode 98 of Pod Chef. If you thought those other episodes were episode 98, <laughs> you're an idiot. You were counting wrong. You're everyone. a dummy. And maybe you're at home. And you're like, well, Jamal said 98. Yeah, guess I what? was tricking you. Yeah, you ever heard of a? You ever heard of a um... fib? Yeah, a lie. Heard, yeah, heard you ever heard of a lie? You ever heard of a fib? Yeah. That's what I was doing. I was fibbing and lying, and they're two different things, but I was you doing it at the same pranked. time. Maybe you, got you got pranked. Um, this is the actual episode 98 of Pod yeah. Chef, okay? And this is Top you Chef. Believe, you believe everything that you, that you see on the internet? Yeah. What does Jay-Z say? Believe half of what you hear and uh, a quarter of what you see? Uh-huh. And Even you know if what? it's done by me? That's what he yeah. says? And that other quarter is... Um, is Ja Rule. Yeah. So, Top Chef Season 5, Episode 10, Super Bowl Chef Showdown. Folks, it's a it's a Quaker Oats quick fire. They tried to pretend like it wasn't, yep. and then they tricked everyone. Yep. They were like, okay, here, put your name on here. Yeah. Ha ha, you got this. Ha ha, you got this. Yeah. And now it's, you get, it's oats. Oh, oats. Oats, 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 oats. oats. And everything's oats. oats. And guess what, bitch? It's Quaker Oats. It's a Quaker Oats. And I'm not going to talk too much about Quaker Oats because I'm actually um, in litigation with Quaker, Quaker Oats. As you all know, they are the parent company of Aunt Jemima Pancake Mix, and they are responsible for changing the name of Aunt Jemima Pancake Mix, but they're keeping Aunt Jemima and the iconic figure um, trademark. So an, a Quaker owns Aunt Jemima, and I, I don't want to get into that. Is that I can't, true? That's absolutely true. <laughs> well, Quaker Oats is owned by PepsiCo. Yeah, and PepsiCo is the parent company. And then Quaker owns uh, Pearl Milling Company. Look at this insane thing when you, when you have a Quaker Oats Company. Founder, Henry Parsons Crowell. Headquarters, Chicago. Founded in 1877. Subsidiaries, Gatorade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spokesperson, Wilfred Brimley. And parent organization, uh-huh. PepsiCo. Diabetes. Diabetes. Why is Gatorade on there? How does that make you feel, Brian? Because uh, I have a whole bit on this of oh, how what, what? how Aunt Jemima is owned by the Quaker Oatman. Oh, I... And Aunt Jemima had to go away, but the Quaker Oatman gets brand expansion. 
Yeah. I mean, it's um, like imperialism on the breakfast aisle. They should just put the Quaker Oatman on the on Aunt Jemima, the Aunt Jemima box. box. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, this and was just, my farm all along. Just ta- yeah, just take credit <laughs> for it. Market it to where I feel okay with it. Yeah. May- yeah. If we're going to take her off so that white people start buying Aunt Jemima pancake mix, put the Quaker Oats guy back on there. Yeah. Then I'm like, oh, wait, this is for me. This has been for me the whole time. And not the new cartoon. Do the old original Quaker Oats guy who really looks like Christopher Columbus. Put him on yeah. that box. Yeah. <laughs> Put the, the guy, original guy. The guy who looks like Ben Franklin yeah. and Christopher Columbus yeah. with his rolled up pantaloons. Yeah, the guy who looks like the doc from Back to the Future. Put him back on the box. Not the hip new cartoon that has like fucking uh, E-shades on. Yeah. No, no, it's no, like no. an NFT and is no, a SoundCloud no, no. rapper. No, no, no we don't no. want that one. We don't Put the original guy on there. On. Yeah. Put Willy Wonka back on the box. And Please. Let's, see. let's get some people buying, you know? Put Joe Biden back on the Quaker Oats box. <laughs> Uh, so, anyways, uh, we can't talk too much about Quaker Oats because we're in litigation. Um, but yeah, you know what? I'll say something. I thought this quick fire, even though it was an ad, it was actually kind of fun. It was fun, but also ew, gross. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think oats are meant to be put in this many stuff, especially on chicken. I don't think you're supposed to crust chicken with oats. Here's, but yeah, no. But here's what you can crush chicken in. Cornflakes. Yes. My mom did that exclusively when we were growing up. Every time she's like grabbing fried chicken. Nah, bitch, that's fucking cornflaked chicken. (laughs) I know the difference. Man, what a world it must have been for you when you got outside of your uh, mom's cooking and someone gave you uh, fried chicken. You're like, wait a minute. I was like, what's this? Where are the cornflakes? This is not. Wait, you said this is fried? I don't think so. This is not fried chicken. I don't think so. Where is the oats and the cornflakes at? Yeah, why are there no corn and oats on this? Where where's the flakes? Um, so yeah, Jeff was doing too much in the quick fire per usual. Um he he hasn't mastered one dish this season and he keeps just going overboard in all these competitions. Um But the guy ate three pieces, three, four pieces of the chicken. He liked the chicken. I think he was trying to figure out something this, nice to say about like, the is chicken. This yucky? Yeah, he was like, I gotta bite this again because I can't tell if I hate this or not. One bite. This might be yucky. Two bites. Let me t- I'm mm. pretty sure it's the, yucky. Three the third bites. bite, he was like, yeah. The third bite, he was like, reminds me of my friend's mom used to make chicken like Yeah, that. and then fourth bite, and he goes, yep, this is yucky. Yep. And then Jeff's like, well, you wouldn't eat that many bites if you didn't like the food. I eat four bites of everything. Yeah, I bite four bites even if I hate it. If I hate it, I'm taking more bites than if I like it. You know why? Because if I like it, I'm taking big bites. Yeah. Sm- I'm taking one yeah. big bite. I'm trying to lock in. I'm trying to lock in either if I like it or I don't. I'm locking in that core memory one way or another. Yep. If I hate it, I'm taking four little tiny bites and little nibbles to my teeth. Yeah. I'm eating it. Mm. Yeah, it's going to reinforce my brain. I hate this so much. Yeah. You know, he probably also yeah. spit it out. Take one yeah. bite and turn. Look over there and spit yeah. it out. <laughs> He's like, hey, Jeff, is that your station over there? Hey, Jeff, is that Miami over there? What? Bleh. Miami? Uh, Fabio is not happy that his food was commented on. Let's listen. As a theme to combine with oat, so I made the eggplant, corn, green onion, basil, and Parmesan salad. As a container, I use some sliced eggplant. Mm-hmm. I think it speaks for itself. Thank I you. got nothing. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> Thank you, Fabio. <laughs> Thank you. I kind of got a little bit upset with Scott Conan. Don't make fun of my food. I'm not going to look like an idiot. Please, guy. Um, Don't make fun of his food, man. They were coming for Fabio this episode. Every, I mean, yeah. like... Everyone's making fun of his accent. Like everyone's like yeah. really coming for him in this episode. Yeah. He he has a he has a rough run. We'll get to that. He also I don't know if you got the clip. Does he talk about do you get the clip of him mentioning monkey ass again? Yep. 
Okay, great. We told yep. you to know. I have, I have theories. Okay. Uh, so Leah crusted a branzino with oats and flour, and uh, that re- that reads dry. Yeah. Like if you just think about like, I'm going to put oats and flour on this fish. That just seems like that fish is going to be super dry. Yeah. Uh, oats isn't dinner. Oats is breakfast. Yeah. Oats is breakfast. That's If anything, it's brinner. Um, Jeff did. We already talked about his fried chicken with oats pounded into the chicken. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, he was slamming that chicken. However, Carla uh, is the oats queen and is one of the favorites uh, in the quick fire. Uh, but Stefan wins the quick fire. And then we get a little elimination challenge, but a little twist. Let's listen. Out of nowhere, past season all-stars come crashing through this paper like a football team. I noticed Spike, of course, and then I noticed Andrew, who is one of my all-time favorites because of his quirky energy. I'm like, oh my God, that's Andrew. First up, Andrew, season for Chicago. Josie, season two, Los Angeles. Is this everyone? Andrea, the comeback kid from season one, San Francisco. Spike of season four, Chicago. Camille, season three, Miami. We wanted to do a short one. We have Nikki, the human pasta machine from season four. Welcome back to the kitchen, Chanclafon, season one, Miguel. All right, so that's all the the past returns, and they've got the uh, All Stars. Miguel's here. Uh, he tried to make a phone call to the episode today, but I turned off the voice machine. Um, Which is weird because he wouldn't even respond when I asked him to come on the episode recently. He yeah, just didn't want to. So. Yeah, he said purely said no thanks. He yeah. said I have. He said I actually listened to the uh, podcast and no thanks. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, um, Fabio doesn't understand the NFL, and it's kind of unfair because he knows soccer, but not this American football stuff. It's unfair. If they had did a challenge where they had everyone do football teams of like soccer football, he would, you know, have a advantage over everyone. Yeah, it'd be like, all right, I choose Manchester United. Yeah. So I'm going to cook with uh, blood sausage and yucky peas. Mm-hmm. Okay, I choose. Fordham, mm-hmm. I don't know, uh, Tottenham. the, Tottenham's football club, and I'm going to cook with uh, blood sausage and yucky oh. peas. <laughs> yeah, just one more uh, British uh, football club, if you got it. Uh, the one that is Ted Lasso. Okay, so the chefs had to split up into football teams representing uh, different areas culinarily so they had the new york giants which was leah versus nikki seattle seahawks which was josea versus miguel you had new orleans saints carla versus andrew dallas cowboys stefan versus andrea and that was a big thing because stefan didn't take her seriously at all and then you had san francisco uh 49ers jamie versus camille miami dolphins jeff versus jeff versus josie green bay packers fabio versus spike mendelson coward <laughs> uh Let's just say that Fabio does not like this challenge. Let's listen. It's going to be cooked the venison, plus come up with something else in those 20 minutes. It's not cooking. That's rushing. But I'm a professional chef. There is nothing that can stress me out. If they're going to give me a monkey ass to fill with fried banana, I'll come up with something anyway. It's not a problem. All right, folks, here it is. Um, It's been made official. You can now order from TopChef.com or any other website that sells food. Fabio's Monkey Ass. 
He's been uh, just like little dropping little hints throughout this season, letting you know that he is now selling monkey ass. So if you're into monkey ass, uh, you can get it from Fabio. And the reason that he's selling monkey ass is because Hung paid him to murder his monkey because he was scared of him. Mm-hmm. Hung took out an assassin. He had a hired assassin. He did a bury. He called Fabio and he said, hey, I need you to murder my monkey. He, he beats me up. He comes home drunk. He beats me up. Won't let me hang out with my friends. He, you know, won't let me watch the TV. He has to go. And Fabio was like, okay, Just I'll do it. Give Brian more money. 700 bucks. This, let 700 him bucks. Do his and I'll thing. murder your monkey. He said, okay. He said, where can I do it? He said, well, this, this every night he goes to. Reeves is here. But... Every night he goes to the bar, 8 p.m. He's there till 1 a.m. In that time, between 1 a.m. and 1 15, when he gets home, He's by himself. Kind of prefer the bit when Reeves is here too. You take him out. Got some back and forth. However you do it, make it messy. But don't mess up the ass because that we're going to sell. Because Brian's very narrative with his stories. What's the opposite way? Oh, are you done? My stories are narrative? Isn't that what a story is? Are are you done? I didn't want to interrupt. I wasn't trying to interrupt. Are you done? What's a non-narrative story? Um... A non-narrative story, the Bible. There's a narrative there. It's Jesus. What's the narrative? You tell me. Right? Exactly. It's a a hard, it's not exactly, you know, episodic. One of those books doesn't just flow into the other, if you know what I mean. Yeah, because it's, uh uh-oh. Hope you audit on. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> okay. No, I've been exa- I've been honestly, I've been exhausted lately. I'm. Uh, what have you been up to, Brian? How you How you feeling? How you doing with recovery? You know, I'm. Um, I don't know. I'm stressed out. My nose still kind of looks like shit. I'm worried that the skin graft isn't taking, and this is you know probably too real for the podcast. Um, and uh, so I'm not sleeping well. And uh, I haven't used my CPAP machine in like two months now, and I am feeling it. I mm. am tired all the time. Mm. Are you still not allowed to use the CPAP? Nope. <sighs> Do you take Zequil or anything? No. Why don't you take I some Zequil? I can fall asleep. I just wake up a lot. Yeah. Why don't you take some Zequil? Because I'll die probably. All right. All so that's right. why I'm yawning. It's also Sunday, and I'm like hot, and I just got done cooking. So, Fabio cooking a monkey ass, and uh, he do a football. Let's see. Oh, Jose, you're still uh, going? You're still going? Spike. Spike is there. Okay, um, I got it. I got it. I got he's it. He's not here. So, Hosea, I don't know if you saw that clip where Hosea flambeed Leah at the grill when that big flame came up in like, her arm. She's literally cooking. She could have been set on fire. No, I didn't see that. You didn't see that? Yeah. There's a huge flame that goes up. And she goes, ah! And, and Jose just looks at her like, I mean, you saw me doing this. Yeah, I mean, we're a couple. Come on. Yeah. I'm bound to set you on fire. Yeah, that's how that works. Uh, Spike says Top Chef should have ended at season four. And uh, maybe I agree with him. Or maybe we just skip this boring season. You know, and go right to season six. I mean... Does any show need more than four seasons? What show gets better after season four? The Office. No, season five of The Office is not good. Is that when Michael Scott leaves? 
That's my favorite episodes. I love when they have the the different bosses. Oh. Well, Simpsons gets better after season four. Yeah, it kind of keeps going, but not after season twenty. No, not for season ten. Eh, season five's not bad. The Office it's got some decent episodes on there, but it's the whole like Jim and Pam having a baby thing. And you hate that notoriously. Yeah, I don't like children. They yeah, me out. And if you did have a baby recently, congratulations and condolences. Yes. And now we've brought that back. Um, yes, because, I mean, you know, you thought that was a joke, but, like, you have a baby, congratulations, but, like, yeah. everything else you do just goes away. Yeah, it's actually gone. And it's actually, everything you do is just baby. Yeah, everything's baby. And the condolences isn't condolences for having a baby. It's condolences for your free time. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you you had to bury your free time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Properly. Yeah. You don't have Man. time to spend doing what I did, like walk around the mall. Yeah, doing looking like what for, I do. Looking for, like do a podcast. Yeah, going to Bed Bath Beyond and walking around for 30 minutes smelling candles. Yeah. Picking out the candle that you like the best because you have so much free time. Too much free time. Too much. Can't be doing that. You There's a, a healthy kid. medium. You got a kid at home. You got a, why'd you leave it at home? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> they want to smell the candles too. Yeah, you should have brought it with you. What a mistake to go on this trip and leave the baby by itself. So we didn't explain how this works. They're doing a football thing, and the way that it works is that I'll, – I'll explain. I'll explain. For the elimination, the chefs united as one team competed in the first ever Top Chef Bowl against the all-star contestants from past seasons of the show. Each season five contestant competed against an all-star chef in a head-to-head cook-off, celebrating the regional cuisine of one of seven NFL teams and using a set of their assigned regions ingredients provided for them in a mystery box, a.k.a. butcher box. Stefan, as the quickfire winner, was allowed to choose which team's food he would be making and the all-star chef he would be cooking against, which comes back to bite him in the butt. The other chefs in their teams had five minutes to decide who would be cooking what regional cuisine then they were given two hours to experiment with their ingredients and prep for the cook-off. The next day, they were given 20 minutes to create their dishes head-to-head at the Institute of Culinary Education, ICE, the other ICE. In the front, bad ICE. The bad ICE. In front of an audience, including ICE students and the previously eliminated contestants from season five. So in each round, if a chef received a majority of the judges' votes, they got a touchdown worth seven points. And if they got the majority of the votes of the culinary students tasting their dish, they got a field goal, three points. And the judges were split evenly over those uh, whose food was the best. The student tasters decided who received all ten points. And the winner of the challenge received two tickets to the friggin' Super Bowl. And if you were like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's valid. Yeah, it's fine. It works. It works. There's too much going on. It's a little too much. Uh, for just being a head-to-head cooking challenge with the points or whatever. I don't know. So let's let's talk about this. We finally see Tom Colicchio. He's finally at the judges' table. He's not in this episode at all until judges' table. Yeah. And then they start doing the showdown. Leah goes up first. She scores a touchdown. Hosea goes up next. He gets all 10 points. Carla is doing the 20-minute gumbo during the challenge, which is very ballsy. But she wins over the judges, but not the fans watching. No. So she she gets seven points, um, and and uh, who she goes against? Steven. He gets uh, three points. Um, Stefan is making. No, she goes against Andrew because she. Likes Andrew, him. right, right, right. Andrew. So here's the thing about Stefan. He got to pick going up against you know what he he dubbed um, vegetarian uh, Andrea. She's the poop girl. Yeah, the poop girl. He said. Um, Stefan decided. Oh, I'll just make not one but two salads and put some meat in there. He really. 
phone this challenge in. Yeah, real like, Texas style. Yeah. Two salads. Yeah, super Tex-Mex. It's two salads and a, like cuts of beef. Okay. That's Dallas, Texas, I guess. Um, so, yeah, he lost to Andrea. Completely lost all the points. Um, yeah, I don't know what he was thinking. Yeah, I think he just thought she was a joke of a chef. Yeah, and, he uh, thought. Yeah, he thought he could just like phone this in and just like, yeah, because she too busy talking about pooping. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was so uh, confident. He was like trying to drink a beer with her while they were prepping. In he was the also, back. of course, being Stefan and being yeah. like, "Oh, she's really. I want to marry her. She's really hot." He was like totally hitting on her. Yeah. Classic um, Stefan. He was trying. He was like, "Look, this is a man. This is football. I'm a man. This is what I do." Mm-hmm. And this is true because a lot of the 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 woman contestants didn't know if Carla says that her husband and her stepson like football. She doesn't watch it. Leah only knows one thing about football. It's the same thing you know about football, Jamal. Tom Brady. Yeah, that is the only thing I know about football. And she knows Tom Brady for the same reason you know him. He's, he's hot. hot. He's, he's hot. friggin' hot. And, and can look, he? This was like thirty years ago, and you know what? The man is still hot. Yeah, and he's also still playing football. Wow. So, and if anyone out there is like, how come 45-year-old Tom Brady hasn't been reporting to um, a lot of the practices or a lot of the uh, team meetings? Because uh, he's 45 and he's hot and he's busy. He doesn't have to. You guys got to understand something. When you have mastered something like Tom Brady's mastered football, you don't have to go to all the meetings. The meetings are for the people who haven't mastered it. Yeah. When okay? you're hot and yeah. like good at what you do. Yeah. Like you, th- that's it. Like some people say, like if you're hot, you don't have to do anything. Yep. If you get what you do, you don't have to do anything. With both, you, you don't do anything. Talk about a five-hour work week. Yeah, he I does mean, shit. He shows he, up, plays the football game, goes, goes home. home, and it, his and, wife, who's supermodel, yeah, his, kids, his who he kisses on the mouth for too long. But you can do that when you're hot. <laughs> yeah, no one calls you out for being weird because yeah. you're hot. If he was an ugly dad kissing his kids for too long, he'd be arrested. If he. People look. People know that Tom Brady openly kisses his kids for too long, is a Trump guy, and is like weirdly probably thinks that like the Earth is flat, and people are like, no, that's fine. He's hot and good at football. No one cares. Nobody cares. Yet Aaron Rodgers says the world is flat, and everyone's yeah. like, he's a psycho. You yeah. know why? Because he looks funny. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers says that he's been immunized, and everyone looks at him with like a cross-eyed look. Yeah. People go, okay. People know Tom Brady didn't get that either. And they're like, yeah, whatever. He's yeah, it's fine. You're, he's a supermodel. He's Tom Brady. He kisses kids in the mouth for like a minute. But Aaron Rodgers shows up to a training camp looking like Joe Dirt, and everyone's got a question. Yeah, you show up looking like Joe Dirt. People are going to ask questions. They're going to say, what the fuck's going on? What's happening? You, you raising your hand? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm, I click the mute button every now and then. It makes the, makes the little picture jump. Yeah. So, yeah, if you want to get away with with – Anything you want in life, be good at what you do, and also be really hot. Mm-hmm. Like me. That's why my podcast is bad. I didn't no want to say cares. anything. I didn't want to say anything because I was like, uh, is Brian going to mention how attractive he is or yeah. do I have to bring it up? No one cares that my podcast is bad, that I'm bad at podcasts because I'm, one, good at it, and two, really hot. Yeah. And I'm just here enjoying the view, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Take it all in. Take a picture. It'll last longer. Trust me. I've been taking a lot of snaps. Take a video. It'll last longer. I am taking video. Burn my image into your brain. It'll last longer. I keep saying, should he do some more show prep? No, he's too attractive. I do plenty of pre-show prep. I start the Zencaster. <laughs> watch the episode. I'm post-op. I'm post-show. I do post-show. 
You're pre on post. Can we talk and about Reeves how isn't here? Yeah, Reeves isn't here. Please come back. Um, this episode is like they told the guest judge to tone it down. I feel like Tom Colicchio told old uh, guest Toby. judge Toby. He said, "Okay, you've had two episodes to really like let loose, reel it in." Well, it's like, hey, two episodes. You said you wanted to fuck the pork, so let's like <laughs> don't do that anymore. I just feel like Tom was like, "Do you like your job here? Because if you do, you got to stop doing what you're doing." Look, man, I get it. Yeah. You're the badass guy. Yeah. You say things that shouldn't be said, but you said you wanted to fuck the pork without wearing a rubber, dog. This is a family show. The kids are watching this show. Tom Brady's kids who he kisses on the mouth for too long are watching this show. <laughs> you can't talk about having sex with pork unprotected. No. You got to talk about abstinence with pork. Yeah, you like the pork a lot, but wait until you marry it. Yeah. That way you don't get AIDS. Perfect. All right, we'll keep that. Um, what is happening in this episode? <laughs> doing the cooking stuff and... Let's talk about Jeff. Jeff, Jeff does his dish and he can't put together a simple dish. Oh, it's great dish, great dish, but it's too much. Again, my dishes are usually complex. I can't do ordinary food. Would have been so embarrassed if I would have served that hot nacho ceviche. I couldn't serve that. My point total is zero. Stefan's point total is zero. That's the only two people on the chopping block as of now. That's getting ready. So, yeah, Jeff doesn't do very well. He doesn't score anything. Look, Fabio's up on the chopping block, and he's going against our guy, Spike Mendelson. How do you feel about Spike, Brian, again? He's a coward. So Spike wins the judges over when they when they both have to cook venison, but Fabio wins the fans, and the fans are what matter, so Fabio takes it, even though Fabio's venison was overcooked. Mm-hmm. And Tom says, hey, it was already dead. You didn't have to kill it, which is a and classic line. He Crushed uses them. that line a lot. He goes back to the well an awful lot for that yep. one. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I, should we go to the writer's room and maybe pitch something else he could say? Oh, God, we have not been back there in so long. I'm willing to go if you want to go. I feel like we should, but only really quickly. Okay, I only want to... If we can be in and out, then I'll go. Okay. Let me find the keys. The keychain is so big. Okay, that one's not it. That one's not it. This hallway seems different than the last time we were here. That one's not it. I told you to just put a single key on the key that's for the writer's room. We shouldn't have it with all the other keys. Yeah, that would make sense if I had done that yesterday. If I didn't. Yeah, but it, I so. wrote you that little piece of tape that said writer's room on it, and all you had to do was wrap it around the key. Well, you know what I did with it. I ate it. Okay, okay. It's open. It's okay. open. All right. Hello? Hello? Reeves? Reeves, Tom, Adma. Oh God! Look that poster of Gale. Ooh, that's got a lot of work. That's that's seen some that's seen some stuff. <laughs> it's not collecting dust. It's even like the dust respects Gale. Yeah, it's like okay. forming dust around the poster, but not the on table. the table. They clean, clear the table off. Yeah, clear the table off. <gasps> Someone's etched into the table. I know what you did last season. So that means they're fans of the podcast. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, well, I guess we'll just sit here. It can't be too scary. I mean, it's it's a room. What's so scary about yeah. the room? What's so freaky about a room? Oh, my God. It's the guy from the black phone. Oh, crap. 
He's wearing got, that mask. He's got too. that mask on. Oh God. Hey, black phone guy. What's up? What's your whole deal? You killed children? We're not or, kids, so we're safe. No, right? yeah, we're we're adults. Is that cool? What do you mean prove it? Prove that I'm not a kid. Prove okay. that I'm not a kid. I don't know. Look at me. Yeah, look at me. Look how adult I am. Yeah, you want to know what I had for dinner yesterday? Turkey sandwich. Like yeah. adult. You want to know what I had for dinner last night? Kraft macaroni and cheese. Like adult. Yeah. Not oh, you don't still don't believe <laughs> oh, us. Okay. St- what okay. the hell, man? What else? What else? Okay, you want to know what I'm wearing, wearing right now? Flip flop shorts and a white t shirt. Oh, you want to know what I'm wearing? A, a black shirt, shorts, and uh, house shoes. Yeah, he's wearing a graphic tee. Only yeah. adult would wear a graphic Only adult would That's not a, good enough for that's you. That's not good enough. What do you mean an adult doesn't wear a chain that they've had since graduating high school? What do you, what do you mean? mean an adult wouldn't just buy a chain recently from a website online that just now showed up the other day? What do you mean an adult wouldn't spend 15 minutes at Lids just looking around and leaving, not grabbing anything? Okay, okay. Uh, look, you want to know what's next What's next to me right now? Comic book, huh? And it's by Patton Oswalt. That's an adult comic book. What do you mean you want to look at what's on my wall in my bedroom? So what? I've got a bunch of animated versions of myself and pictures from my friends. Yeah. That's not good enough either? <laughs> this is adult stuff, man. We're adults, black phone guy. And you know what? What's, what's with the black phone, man? I have a question. When did we get chained up? Oh my god! I'm. <laughs> when did we get cha- he? We were doing all that talking, and he was chaining us up. Was that the trick you did? We were adults the whole time, but you cha- you tricked oh, us. Oh, sneaky little devil! Well, well the issue. Us? This is a problem because he put the chain. These are like kids' chains; they're easily breakable. Oh yeah, well don't tell him that. Yeah, I won't tell him that. You're right. I'm a kid. I can't break through these. Chains. Oh my god! I'm stuck here. These chains. Or, could you go get us an RC cola? Oh, I'd love an RC. Co- you know what? I'd love a Mister Pib. Ooh, could you get me a Mellow Yellow? Can I get a Mr. Pib? And if you get me a Dr. Pepper, I swear to God. I said Mr. That. Pib. I want a Mr. Pib. And I want a Mellow Yellow. If you bring a Mountain Dew, I'll know. And you can't give him a Fago. I'll know. He'll know. And you better also bring me a Bart Trooper. It better not be A&W. I'll know, because Bart's guys bite. Yeah. You open it and it starts biting you. Why'd you change your mask to the sad one now? I actually didn't see the movie. Is that what happens? Yeah, it's a different. It's got like a some some a smile, and then some has like a creepy, sad oh. face. You know, this is probably like maybe the sequel because you know he didn't really kidnap black kids. He knew better. No, he he kidnapped a Hispanic kid. Yeah, that's not a black kid. And an Asian kid. Yeah, but not a black kid. He, he knows better. Got me with that one. He knows better. He knows what would happen if he came into a black neighborhood trying to take a black kid. Good arm. You almost got me with that one. That's a good movie. Okay, well, um, all right. Um, let's really quickly do uh, the let's joke. See. I You've guess. already killed it, so don't kill it again. Um, Talking about meat, venison. Uh, why not be like uh, something like uh, uh, when I looked at your cut of venison, I said, "Oh dear." That's pretty good. That's that's pretty good. Um, he could say something like that. Venison already has two black eyes. I don't know what else I could tell it. Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah, I think that's enough. Okay, let's get out of here. Yeah, all right. Uh, we're gonna right. see you later. We're gonna break these chains. Bye bye. Yep. Yep. Hey, uh, go ahead and shut that guy. door. Go ahead and shut mm-hmm. that door. Cool. Put right. put your foot in front of the door so he can't come out put after us. And go ahead. Yep. The and then just there. lock it if you could lock it from the outside. All right. Hold on. I'm locked. Find that's the key. Not, that's I'm the putting key. my foot at the door. So can you just hurry up because he is actually kind of strong. That's not the key. He's kind of strong. So if you could hurry up. Oh, this is a bottle opener. Yeah. Oh, that did it though. That the bottle opener worked. All right. Great. Let's get out of here. All right, uh, so we're back. Uh, 
Fabio, Fabio is on the chopping block. <laughs> Stefan put Stefan made a salad that looked like I made the salad. Had a little bit of cheese on it. It looked like shit. Let's no, just, Fabio. Fabio yeah. put little cheddar cheeses on yeah. his salad, yeah. and then he got a big fight with the judge about who was more Italian. Oh, hold on, had- hold on. That's my who who we beef and clip of the week. Don't don't talk about that. I don't play know. it. I'm not playing it yet because we got to talk about who wins. Carla wins. She finally oh. wins. They felt the love. Let's listen. So much. What you've won are two tickets to the Super Bowl. It's my first win. This is the ultimate day for me. Badow. Badow. Congratulations, Carla. Please send back your colleagues. Carla wins. She goes to the Super Bowl. I don't remember uh, who played in the Super Bowl, but it wasn't Tampa Bay, that's for sure. Let's look it up. What's the Super Bowl? Super Bowl. XL III. XLIII. Three eyes? Yep. It was the uh, oh, uh, Cardinals and Steelers. That's a good one. Is that the Kurt? Is that the Kurt uh, Kurt, Kurt Warner one where he, they made a movie about it? No, I think this is the. Uh, this is the, the catch with the sticky this, on the hat. Yeah, this is the last uh, Super Bowl Steelers one. Okay, here's here's what here's 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 a question. Carla says that her her husband and her stepson both love football. She doesn't really watch it. Does she give those tickets to them, or does she go with one of them? Yeah, she comes home and says, I got two tickets to the Super Bowl. And they get super excited. Like, oh, my God. They look at each other. We're going to the Super Bowl. She goes, oh, no, 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 no. I'd like to go to the game. And they're like, yes. but you, you, don't, even like you don't like football. And she's like, yeah, but I won the tickets. And it's like, yeah, but you don't yeah, like football. Yeah, but you don't like football. Like, you don't like NASCAR. If you came home with two tickets to the Daytona 500, would you want to go? Like, if I came home with, like, two tickets to a cooking I give it to you. I give yeah. you two tickets. Yeah, you give me cooking. the two tickets because I like cooking. I wouldn't expect to go with you. I'd be like, okay, good. I gotta find some other person who likes the cooking to go yeah. to the cooking with. Yeah. I wouldn't be like, okay, I'm definitely going with Brian. No. Yeah. So I'd probably ask your wife. To what? For the cooking? Yeah, she wanna go to the cooking with me. She might. Yeah, she likes cooking. At least someone would take her out. I won't do it. <laughs> So Carla has to bring back some of her, her some of her friends, and her friends are Fabio, Stefan, uh-huh. and Jeff, the three boys. Let's listen to the We Beefin' clip of the week. Hey, Fabio. My meat at the moment that you had it, it was overcooked. What happened is that I sliced the meat, I put it on top of hot cabbage. After you guys tasted the food of Spike, it was gone. My meat, when I sliced it, was still bleeding, was beautifully pink. Was that medium rare? Yes, sure. Medium rare. Yes. At the moment that he was resting, yes, for me. Intentions have nothing to do with anything. Yeah, what matters like, no, is what's on the plate in front of me. I understand. Do you understand? I do. I don't know if you understand that. I do. This is the point. We make mistakes. I was trying to stand behind what I know I did right. The greens you provided were wilted. The cheese that you put with those greens with no acid on them. Acid with the- cheese, chef? Please, excuse me. You Listen, have Italian restaurant. Let me, excuse me. Take it easy. I'm the judge here, not you. Relax. Didn't work. All of our intentions are to make perfect dishes every time. Of course. You failed at making a perfect dish. You see the point? I agree with you that. You failed. That's not our fault. I agree That's with that. That's your fault. God dang. 
got in his ass right there. And if you're asking, are we beefing? The answer is yes. Yes. We're beefing a lot. We're that beefing. dude just straight up made fun of Fabio's accent to his face. Yeah. He's like, do we understand? And like, did the accent. Man, <sighs> shut the fuck up. I'm about to beat your ass. Fabio, I think Fabio really uh, kind of like calmed himself down. Even though he was upset, I feel like Fabio was like, if he was someone else, he'd be like, hey, man, that's the last time you're going to make fun of my shit. Yeah. You've yeah, been making fun man. of me all day today. Like, yeah. keep talking and get slapped up. Yeah, you you don't catch these hands. Yeah. Fastest hands in Italy. Ooh-wee, hands up. You know, has the slowest hands in Italy? Jeff, and that's why he's eliminated. Bye, Jeff. Jeff, please pack your knives and go. Thank you. Do you mind if I shake your hands? I've learned a lot, and uh, I appreciate everything. I've learned a lot. Hey. Thank you, Jeff. I'll see you down in Miami. Thank you. Yeah, I hope so. I wish you all the luck, Jeff. Wait, you cut it or what? Take care, guys. I just want to say one thing. I do believe in second chances, and I feel that tonight I got the biggest of my life. Thank you, all of you. Thank you. Thank so, I've seen this before. This wasn't new to me, but when he said, I believe in second chances, I was like, wait, does he give his chance up to Jeff? Does he eliminate himself and give it to Jeff? And uh, and I think Jeff even thought that too. Jeff's yeah. face is like, oh shit, is he going to give me his second oh, chance? Oh, am I going to stay on the show? Because no, Jeff. Jeff does leave and go, I thought Fabio was going home today. I thought he was going to, yeah, I thought he said, I mean, he looked at me and he's like, I believe in second chances. Yeah. No, um, no, where Jeff. is he now? Jeff's back at Dildo Restaurant in Miami. I know every time y'all see that, that's what you think. We're all doing it. We're all doing it. I know it's like Dilly Doe, but when we see it flash across the screen, we all see Dildo. Very quickly, it's it's like Dildo. Oh, Dilly Doe. Yeah, you see, look. Dilito. Dilito. Your brain doesn't read left to right. Your brain sees the two letters at the front and the end and then fills in the rest based on what the letters yeah. that they see. Take it all at once. You look there, you can read a paragraph where the words are all jumbled up as long as the first and last letter are the thing. You can figure it out. You know, it doesn't help that the uh, picture of the like cocktail glass and stuff looks like a cock and balls. No, it doesn't help at all. Yeah. So that's why your brain's like dildo. Yeah. Your it's brain. like, no, that's actually a cocktail glass and two olives. Yeah. So Jeff gone home and um bye Jeff. Bye, Jeff. Getting down to the nitty gritty. Uh we have one, two, three, four, five people left. Wow, we're getting there. Five people left in this competition. We're getting there, folks. Two of them are dating. One of them is an international guy. Another one is Carla. Two internationals. <sighs> Episode 98 in the bag. Uh, Brian, any uh, closing words for anyone? No. All right, on that, we'll uh, pack our knives and go. This is great, guys. You guys got something here. This is fun.